Ooh. Hmm. Slate. One slate. One slate. It's just getting comical at this point. Like, again, this is not how I want to start my videos. Do you, th do you think this is how I want to start them? No, it's not. But oh yeah, I can't avoid ejections. I mean, this is just out of control. Like, what in tarnation? What in tarnation is this? Mo Bamba absolutely punishing the faders. Ejected. Comes out, thinks it's like WWE against Austin Rivers. Just charges him off the bench. Starts a fight. Why can't that happen to a player that's high-owned that I fade? Why? Why is it always the guy that I have? I mean, it's just unreal. It's just unreal. Like to announce that I'll be sticking to esports only from now on. Had a great day over there at Call of Duty. Uh, won like $500. Yeah, I don't have to deal with ejections there. Unreal. Unbelievable. Just another night of full, full pain. And the Naismith people. Not the Naismith fish. I, I was thinking, all right, just anything but the Naismith fish and I'll be okay. Right? And it was looking so good early on. First quarter and a half, he has negative 0.5 fancy points. I'm thinking, yes. People that chased an awful chalk play, they're going to get punished. No. They got really lucky last night, but they're going to get punished. And then I look at my phone two minutes later. Then I see Aaron Naismith hit three straight threes in a matter of like 45 seconds. And he smashed. He smashed again. He smashed. You want to know what? I played Davion Mitchell. Woo! Good job, Davion. Good job, man. Like four fantasy points in 25 minutes. Once again, I think I could have done better than that on the court. I'm a stuff the stat sheet guy in real life. I could probably fall into a couple rebounds, maybe an assist. I play a low-owned Tyrese Halliburton. Pair him with Sabonis. 290 over-under. And there's, at the end of the first quarter, it's like 20-18. to 18. Massive busts for Halliburton. It's the Buddy Heald show. It's his team. But when I play Buddy Heald, no Halliburton, and fancy points. 
another cherry on top tonight? I played Paolo and Kara. Played Paolo. Played. Shot three of 16. I'm honestly really mad at myself, though, for not playing Malachi Branham over uh, Davion Mitchell in tournaments. I was really high in Branham. Talked about him a lot in the Patreon stream because he was blowout proof. And, you know, that Spurs game obviously had blowout risk, which ended up blowing out. But Branham was going to play a lot in a competitive game, and he was going to close in a blow. Like, there, he was blowout proof no matter what happened. So I'm, I'm really kind of angry at myself for that one. Um, but, but then again, it's like you can't expect – uh, and Davion Mitchell, um, what has happened to him? What has actually happened to him? He was not awful last year. And I know, like, different circumstance, di- different team technically, but, like, he had some really good games. I, I, what? Uh, I don't even know what else to say. I'm, tur- I'm turning into eSports only. I don't lose there because I don't have to deal with ejections. Well, maybe, just maybe, we can avoid him tomorrow. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Before we talk about the seven-game slate, guys, if you are a first-time user to prize picks, uh, you can use the code DKDFS for 100% match up to $100. Went three and two overall on prize picks today, so just average day. Hit a couple um, straight bets, though, on player props. So it was a profitable day overall for me on the prop betting market. But... Um, yeah, if you guys haven't uh, played prize picks before, again, you pick two, three, four, five, up to six player, plop, player props, and we up to 25x your money. Again, use the code uh, 100% match up to $100. Uh, I'll have a link down below as well. But uh, yeah, let's just get into the video. Enough of talking about tonight. I am ready to move on. Uh, just another night, again, that ends in crippling pain, as most nights do playing NBA DFS. We are crazy for playing this game every day, but I love it too much. Stop. So, all right. Clippers and Knicks is the first game here. Uh, on the Clippers side, nothing really standing out to me. Paul George, Kawhi Leonard are both fine contrarian spend-ups. I wouldn't say either are priorities. Um, they're both just fine ways to get different. Norman Powell should play around 30 minutes off the bench. You know, he's been a guy that's chucking up shots when he's out there, playable in tournaments, as is Zubach, who minutes on average probably sees low 30s. He fouled out last game. You know, he still had a couple of big games here with Paul George Kawhi playing, but he's really hard to trust. I'm just indifferent on Marcus Morris. We kind of know what we're getting from him. Like, low 30s minutes. Most of the time, he's going to give you, like, around 20 fantasy points. I do have a little bit of interest in Reggie Jackson if this rotation continues. 27 and 25 minutes off the bench last couple games, and he has shot awful. So, if you have played a low on Reggie Jackson the last couple of slates, you've gotten severely unlucky. Because he has shot in 4 of 18 over the last couple of games. If he just has a better shooting night, he could have a really big game. So I'm still not confident in these minutes, but if you told me once again that he's going to play 26 minutes, I would probably play him tomorrow. So he is someone I have I have some interest in for tournaments. Don't really know if I get to anyone else. I mean, Batum will see rotation minutes, but he went down all, all the way back down to 17 minutes last game. Knicks, we'll see about the stats of Brunson. If he misses, I can't wait to uh, lose all my money again in Emmanuel quickly, who literally had like 20 fancy points at half and finished with 22. I don't know how that's possible, but um, quickly, once again, still be a pretty good play here. Brunson's out. He'll play about 40 minutes. 
Uh, then it would boost the appeal of Randall, boost the appeal of Barrett as well. Um, so those two would look a little bit better. Hartenstein, been playing a bit more off the bench, but 29 minutes last game. He's not a bad point for a guy. I think he's playable. Um, Jericho Sims' minutes have ticked down, even though he has started the last couple games. I still think it's a guarantee that you're going to see close to 30 minutes again from Hartenstein. But if he does see those minutes, then I think he's a good value. And then Brunson plays, then there's nothing that really stands out, to be honest. I mean, maybe a little bit under still an RJ Barrett at 6'3", who, if he plays like 40 minutes, again, is too cheap. All right, Phoenix in Detroit. So I want to say how happy I am for Chris Paul. He bounces back for 40 fancy points, but 11 when I play. 11. Um, 8.5, fair price point, decent matchup. I think he's fine, as is Aiden, as is Bridges. Um, you know, these guys are in a good spot here, so fully fine if you want to get to any of the main sons. Cam Johnson should be back. It was just injury management, so expect him to be back and probably play, you know, close to that 30-minute mark. Corey Craig only played 19 minutes last game, but did deal with a bit of foul trouble. Most of the time, he's going to play low uh, to mid-20s minutes. You saw Sarge pick up a start last game and, and or tonight and played well. But if he moves to the bench, more of a tournament-only play. Would think he probably plays like 15-ish minutes off the bench. Um, so, yeah. Then you saw some rotation minutes for Lee and Saban Lee. But don't think I can go there. On the Detroit side, um, tougher matchup. But there's some guys that are viable here. Bogdanovich, always in play for tournaments. The downside is he's scoring-dependent. So, like, he's not going to do a ton of the peripheral stats. Ivy and Killen Hayes kind of splitting the point guard duties. You saw a pretty big game for Ivy tonight, but I think I was a bit of an outlier. Sadiq Bey moved to the bench. Still had a good game off the bench. Again, doesn't stand out. Duran and uh, Jay Stewart both had good games. They started Stewart alongside Duran, which I, which I talked about in the stream. I was like, all right, that should boost the uh, the minutes floor of both those guys. Again, you saw 33 minutes for Duran and uh, 28 for Isaiah Stewart. Stewart had a massive game, but again, that was a bit of an outlier um, going for almost a triple-double. Uh, so don't think you we can expect that type of performance again from Isaiah Stewart. Burks continuing to start, continuing to play mid to high 20s minutes. Just fine. Don't think I get to Diallo or Livers. Um, so like, there's some playable options here. I think like the main guys, the front court, Burks, Ivy Bogdanovich, but no like, clear standouts. Portland, Chicago. Dame was not great tonight because Anthony Simons just kind of took over out of nowhere, but still have Anderson Dame in tournaments. Uh, I think it'll be pretty low owned tomorrow. Jeremy Grant, Simons, Hart, they're all fine. I mentioned how I liked Hart in tournaments tonight in the stream because it's like everyone was let down by Hart last night. And no surprise, Hart goes 9 of 13 and absolutely smashes a 40 bomb. So, uh, yeah, we'll see if the ownership comes in on him. I still think he's a, a solid play at 5 2. Eubanks and Watford will split the center position. A little bit tilted because I originally had Watford in my lineup, but moved some stuff around once we got uh, the magic news and I had to prioritize Mo Bamba. But you saw a massive game for Watford. That was also an outlier, though. So don't expect that again. But him and Eubanks will split the center position. You did get some foul trouble for Eubanks. So we'll see. Like, Eubanks is relatively popular tonight. If everyone plays Watford tomorrow, I think I'd rather go to Eubanks. So like, I think they're kind of go, go, they're going to go with the hot hand at the center position. So, um, yeah. That's that's it for uh, Portland. Let's move on to Chicago. Chicago, Vooch is probable. Crusoe and Pat Williams both questionable. That's actually, that's actually somewhat significant news. If Pat Williams is out, they could do a couple different things. They could start small and maybe throw like Kobe White in there. Or they could throw a guy like Derek Jones Jr. in the starting lineup. We'll see. So um, could have some value there. As far as the top guys, they always look similar. Vooch, DeRozan, Levine. Butchman playing really well. It's a good matchup against his Portland front court. DeRozan been a little bit quiet last couple games, but normally he's the most consistent. 
And again, you got Levine at the cheapest price point, but with the nice eligibility of their shooting guard and small forward. Um, and then if Caruso's out, I think Io and Kobe White are going to be solid values. You saw, again, it's a career game for Io DeSumo when I took his under points last game. Just so typical. Kobe White played a lot more last game, too, with Caruso getting injured. So those two would benefit if Caruso's out. And then Drogic probably plays a little bit more as well. He played 14 minutes last game. You did see Andre Drummond re-enter the rotation. He's a similar play to like what Mark Williams was. And of course, can we talk about this too? Of course, it's Nick Richards tonight over Mark Williams. It couldn't have been that a couple sites ago when I faded. Mark Williams said I was worried about the DNP. I played Kevin Love. Kevin Love gets his first DNP of the year and Mark Williams smashes. But now tonight when no one plays Mark Williams, Nick Richards is the backup center. Like it couldn't have happened last late. Oh, that tilted me so much. But uh, Drummond, if you told me for sure he's going to play the backup five, I like him at 3-1. I don't think there's a guarantee he touches the court, though. I will say, if Pat Williams is out, there's a better chance probably Drummond plays because you could get Derrick Jones Jr. in the starting lineup. He's been playing, like, if Drummond doesn't play, like, they can play, like, Derrick Jones Jr. as a small ball five. So um, he would be someone that, like, if he starts and Pat Williams is out, I would I would feel better about the minutes for that or I would feel better about Drummond playing at least. Houston and Oklahoma City. So we got news that Eric Gordon not expected to play and Jay Sean Tate is not expected to play. So it's going to be really interesting with this Houston starting lineup. If I had to guess, I would say you see Josh Christopher move in the starting lineup and they go Knicks, Christopher, Martin, Jabari Smith, and Shingoon. Uh, Shingoon back-to-back kind of quiet games for him. Only 33 minutes. Uh, did deal with a little bit of foul trouble. Still like his upside though in tournaments. KJ Martin, um... Jabari Smith, they should see low to mid-30s minutes. They're fine options. Again, Eric Gordon off the court. Someone's going to have to step up a bit. I, again, Knicks has been fine of late, 33 minutes back-to-back games. I think he's a fair value play. If Christopher starts, I like him a good amount because Christopher is not a bad point-per-minute guy. Um, so we'll see about the starting line out there. I don't think they would start Eason. He barely played last game. and He really is only playable for me when like Jabari Smith is out because... Um, people have kind of mistakenly played him the previous slate, and he just smashed. Um, but he he won't really see a minutes bump unless Jabari Smith is out. And then again, Gordon not expected to play. Jay Sean Tate not expected to play. So don't really know if I get to anyone else. I mean, starters if it's if it's Knicks, Christopher, Jabari Smith, KJ Martin, Shingoon. and Eason's just at a price where it's like eh, maybe, but I don't I don't see how many more minutes he could play. Um, You'll see probably rotation minutes for Garrison Matthews. You might see some rotation minutes for Ty Ty Washington. But really, I have interest in whoever starts at the two for Houston. On the Thunder side, of course, the Shea, just season low in minutes, only 34 minutes, 7 of 23 shooting when I finally play. And it's the Giddy Show who plays like 40 minutes. It's just unbelievable. Unbelievable. Both uh, OKC guards I like in Giddy and SGA, though. Good matchup. Jalen Williams, he's up, he's down, but the minutes are there. The rest of the Thunder, good luck. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, the people that played Aaron Wiggins a couple slates ago were punished. The people that played Isaiah Joe last couple slate, or last slate was punished. There's never a guarantee. So whoever starts, be very careful. Um, if Kenrich Williams starts at the five, though, I would have a little bit of interest in him, who has played 33, 30 minutes last couple games. If you want to mess with whoever else starts, be my guest. That's not for me. Miami and Milwaukee. On the Miami side, you got no Lowry, who has been horrific the last couple of games. Oladipo doubtful. Gabe Vincent questionable. I think he plays. So that he could do a couple different things here. 
They could start Hero at the point and move Max Struess in the starting lineup and go Hero, Struess, Martin, Jimmy, Bam. Or they could start Gabe Vincent and go Vincent, uh, Hero, Martin, uh, Jimmy, and uh, Bam. So if Gabe Vincent starts, I think he's one of the best values on the board. Not a bad point-per-minute guy. Would really like him if he starts. Um, if Struess starts, I think he's a solid value as well. Another guy that I've just never gotten right. The downside of Struess is this. Scoring dependent, so he can still hurt you, but... Um, yeah, with Lowry out and Oladipo doubtful, I think Gabe Vincent and Struess benefit the most. Martin's kind of just there. I, I don't think I'm going to prioritize him. And then Jimmy Bam and Hero are all at like relatively cheap price points. 8K for Bam, 7-4 for Jimmy Butler is really enticing. And 7K for Hero. So I like all the main guys here from Miami as long as they keep the game competitive. And how about this? They went to Udonis Haslam was the backup five last game. Not Dwayne Dedman. They dusted off Udonis Haslam and played him as the backup five. Absolutely. Like, why not just play why not just play Jamal Kane as the backup five? Hey, like, why are we playing Udonis Haslam in 2023? What are we doing? What are we doing? All right, Milwaukee. Giannis, not necessarily the best matchup. Um, bam, solid defender, but you can play Giannis any any day, really. So he's firmly in play. Drew Holiday's 8.1. Mm, mm. Lopez, right? It's just like all these secondary guys are like, okay. Middleton's still not playing a ton right now. 20 minutes back-to-back games. He's been productive, but he's only going to play 20 minutes. I still don't think I can do it. Connaughton, Allen, Ingles are all fine values. Connaughton will probably be a bit over-owned, as he always is. There's nothing really else here from Milwaukee. Dallas Golden States. This is where things could get really, really interesting. No Luka, no Wood, and Dinwiddie might not play. So we'll talk about this a couple of points. If Dinwiddie plays and you think that Dallas can keep this game competitive, I think Dinwiddie looks amazing. My worry for Dinwiddie if he plays would be potential blowout on the road against Golden State. We got a couple guys on the Golden State side that are questionable that if they're both out, then maybe you can feel a little bit better about Dallas keeping the game competitive. So we'll see. If Dinwiddie plays, um, I like him a lot. I love his ceiling. Just would be a little bit worried about the blowout. And then Hardaway would probably be the number two offensively. He shot like literally 2% from the field last game, but he'll play a ton. Jordan Finney-Smith would be a pretty safe option. He should see mid-high 30s minutes. Al would start at the five, probably see mid-high 20s minutes. Josh Green should see a lot of run, probably around 30 minutes. I think he's a pretty good value. Reggie Bullock will most likely see a ton of minutes, but it's, it's Reggie Bullock. It's not an exciting play. And then if Dinwiddie is out, you might get a start for Jaden Hardy. Um... Like, they might go Hardy, Josh Green, Hardaway, DFS, and Powell in the starting lineup. I mean, I guess they could go, like, Josh Green at the point and go, like, Green, Hardaway, Bullock, Finney Smith, Powell. But if Dinwiddie is out, I do have a little bit of interest in, in uh, Jaden Hardy, the rookie, who, you know, when he's on the court, it's not a bad point for me. I just, the minutes have not really been there for him. But, yeah, we'll see. Keep an eye on the Dinwiddie news. That's going to be pretty important. Uh, could open up even more value here for Dallas. And the Golden State side, I mentioned. So Steph Curry is probable, but you got Clay and Draymond questionable. So that's pretty significant. Uh, Steph Curry himself at 10-1 is always playable for me in tournaments. If Clay Thompson's out, I think Poole's a pretty good play in the mid-range. He'll most likely see low 30s minutes. Wiggins probably sees low 30s minutes is fine. Looney, if there's no Draymond and no Clay Thompson, should continue to start, I think, probably see mid-20s minutes. Uh, and then Kamingo would probably be my favorite playing Golden State. Draymond's out. Started last game, played 32 minutes. So would like Kamingo to get him out there if Draymond is out. Uh, don't really know if I get to anyone else. 
Even Shen's only saw 22 minutes last game. You did see some minutes for Ty Jerome, who played well off the bench. But, um, yeah, and then if Clay and Draymond are in, then and just, like, Steph is fine. The, like, there, there would be no standouts for me on Golden State if, if those guys are all in. Final game here is Atlanta and Denver. So Atlanta on a back-to-back. Um, same thing as I always say when they're fully healthy. Trey and DeJounte, both in play for tournaments. But when they're both healthy, I always have a tough time getting these guys in single entry because I just never know who it's going to be, right? It's, it's kind of like a guessing game. If you're MME, you could just play a little bit of both. But single entry, it's hard for me to distinguish between the two unless someone is like really, really underpriced. Capella should see you know high 20s minutes. If Jokic plays, there is some foul risk for Capella. Collins didn't play a ton tonight. Um, only played 28 minutes. More of a tournament-only play. Hunter, relatively safe option. Should, should see mid-30s minutes. Had a nice game tonight. Bogdanovich will play mid-20s minutes off the bench and be high usage, but price point is right. Okongu, if you think Capella gets in foul trouble, you can play Okongu. He had a good game uh, tonight. Played him in the showdown. Worked out in a big way at low ownership. Um, but that's it for Atlanta. And finally, Denver. So you got Jokic questionable. You got Aaron Gordon questionable. And I love when we got questionable players in the late game. So this we could have a lot of value here for Denver. Uh, if Jokic and Gordon are both out, I think Jamal Murray looks phenomenal at 7-9. He should start and play close to 40 minutes, be the clear go-to guy. Michael Porter Jr. would look a lot better. He would see around 30 minutes. KCP's role doesn't really change, but he would still be fine. Um, Bruce Brown, don't know if he would start because last game they started Vlatko, but he played a lot more. Uh, they basically just X'd Bones Highland out of the rotation last game. Um, so you saw some backup point guard run for Bruce Brown. Would like him a good amount. Again, Bones was a DNP last game. I think he's going to be traded. Vladko started last game, played 32 minutes and played well. Don't think we can expect that again. But if there's no Aaron Gordon and no Jokic and he starts, you can certainly play him at 3-3. Most likely you would see Zeke Naji uh, in the starting lineup if Jokic is out. And he would be a good value, in my opinion. Uh, Christian Brown got dusted off and played 19 minutes. He's fine. Jeff Green will see minutes off the bench. but. Uh, mainly, again, if Jokic and Gordon are out, it's it's Murray, it's MPJ, it's Bruce Brown, it's whoever starts the five, most likely um, Zeke, Naji, and then Vladko if he starts. And then if Jokic and Gordon are both in, then I like Nikola Jokic a lot at 11-4. Um, just super high floor, high ceiling, like the matchup for him. He would look good. I would still have interest in Jamal Murray at 7-9, uh, but he wouldn't be a priority for me. And then Gordon, MPJ, KCP, Bruce Brown would all be secondary plays. So that is going to wrap it up for the video, guys. Really appreciate you for watching as always. Maybe we can avoid a tilt in tomorrow's video. I don't know, man. I just... Ready for more pain. I'm ready for more pain. Good luck. See you guys all in the next one.